We want to thank you today for joining us at Truth Chapel's podcast. I pray this word would bring you life. I pray that it would edify you, encourage you, and enlighten you. If you have a moment, please subscribe and leave us a review. We will be so grateful. God bless, and let this word speak to your heart today. If you'll turn on me very quickly, I'm going to bring the word very quickly here. The, the, time, is, uh, the time is of essence, and uh, I want to be able uh, to say what I feel like the Lord has given me to speak to this church in this moment. I'd like you to turn to the book of Haggai, chapter 2. Haggai, chapter 2. If you don't know where Haggai is, I'm going to pray for you. But just go to Matthew and then go back like four chapters, and you're going to find Haggai. If you start from the front, it's a lot farther from the, from the front than it is. Just go to Matthew and flip back. He's a minor prophet. He only prophesied for four months. For four months of his life, God gave him a word. I started doing some studying about Haggai. Tremendous, tremendous minor prophet. But what, what blows me away about Haggai is we literally, he only speaks what God told him to speak for four months. That's it. Crazy to me crazy to me. I want to just say this to you. God can change the trajectory of your life in four months. You could go from nobody to a prophet in four months. That didn't excite some of y'all. But I want to get you excited today. God don't need a long time. Uh. If you consecrate yourself today, what do you think you'd be doing in four months? If you consecrated, dedicated, and disciplined yourself starting today, four months from today, what would you be doing? I know what. I'm going to tell you this. On July the 3rd, I made a decision. And that's not even three months ago. But in less than three months, I buttoned this suit. There is no telling what God can do. And only by the help of God did I button this suit. I said, all I had to say this, there's no telling what God can do in your life. In just a couple short weeks, Haggai 2, beginning of verse 1, I digress. In the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shetiel governor of Judah and to Joshua the son of Josedek the high priest to the residue of the people notice that word there and to the residue everybody ain't gonna stay here's what that word residue speaks to me this morning the devil cannot wipe us all out Mm. Speak to the residue. I'm so glad that the residue can still get a word. Speak to the residue of the people saying, who is left among you? Who's here? Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work. 
for I am with you. Saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear ye not, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory saith the Lord of hosts the silver is mine and the gold is mine saith the Lord of hosts the glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former saith the Lord of hosts and in this place will I give peace saith the Lord of hosts this morning for just a few minutes I want to preach to you on this subject the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Will you put your Bibles down and lift up your voice and would you shout with me in the house, Lord, we love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We hold you up in high esteem and we adore you and we give you praise and glory. God, use this word today to edify us. Use it today to educate us. Use it today to empower us to not only be hearers of the word, but doers of the word also. And we'll be careful to give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. amen. And you may be seated. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you will help him preach, he won't hold you long. That ought to give you, some, give you some excitement right there. Haggai prophesied for only four months. Haggai began to prophesy in the 17th year after the release of Babylon. Babylon had taken from Jerusalem. Babylon had taken two things. Here's what Babylon took. Most people think that Babylon just destroyed everything, but they didn't. They took two things. They took the treasures of the house of God. They burned the house of God to the ground. And they took the young men of Jerusalem. Leaving a shell of the house of the Lord. And leaving behind the legacy and the heritage. Taking with them the future. They took the future to Babylon, and you know what they did to the future in Babylon? They changed their names. They changed their diets. They changed their clothes. They changed them. They tried to make them Babylonian. And for all intents and purposes today, we only know of four men that withstood the power of Babylon. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Those are the only four men that we know that really withstood the seduction of Babylon. But now they've been freed. They have been freed now for 17 years. And Haggai receives the word from the Lord and he begins to prophesy over the period of four months. And here's what he's saying. Are we not going to rebuild? Is nobody going to rebuild the temple? We've been free for 17 years and not one stone has been replaced. Not, not, not one board has been redone. We, we, we are still as weak 
and as poor and as spiritually broken as we were when we were in captivity. Will nobody rebuild it? Will nobody set up again a place for God's glory? And the word of the Lord came to Haggai He said, I want you to prophesy to these people and I want you to tell them what I'm going to do and what I need them to do. And it's going to be a give and a take. Watch what he says. He said, I want you to tell them this. I want you to tell them this. And he says this, I want you to speak to the residue. Meaning, talk to those that are still there from back then. Speak to the ones that have remained. Notice this, the word that came was not for the new. The word that came was for the old. The word that God is about to speak is for the residue. And the word that I'm giving today in this house is not necessarily for the new people that are in the room today. Listen, if you're here today and you're brand new, welcome home and we love you already. We're so glad you're here. Matter of fact, everything that we are doing and everything that we just did is because of you. Because we love your family, we love your future, we believe in your ministry, We want to see you make it to heaven and we're pulling out all stops and we are giving every expenditure to make sure we create a place that when you walk in the door, there's something that can capture you. There's something that can heal you. There's something that can set you free. Uh, Let me just stay right here for a minute. If you're in the room today, let me tell you something. Our attempt today is to give you a church that is more than words, more than music, and more than atmosphere. What we want today is a church that thrives on demonstration. What am I saying? I'm saying today I believe that this is a church where your life can be changed. You can be made brand new. Your marriage can be put back together. Your kids can be saved. You can go to heaven from here. Every devil will have to let you go. Every addiction will have to be released off of you. Your heart can be mended. Your chains can be broken. Your eyes can be opened. And you can be saved. Anybody want to create a church like that with me today? I don't want a country club. I don't want a social club. I don't want an event. I don't want to hang out. You know what I want? I want there to be glory in the room. If there's no glory, you can keep it. I'll go do something else. But if there's going to be glory, sign me up, baby. I want to be there. Yeah. That's what I want. And if you're a first time guest today, that's what we're doing. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing, what we're doing today. That's why we've been here for 11 years. And we're not going nowhere. Oh, 
I just want the church to know. I know it feels exciting, but baby, we're still in the rooting season. We're just putting down roots. We're about to see fruits. You hear me? We're just putting down roots. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. You want to high five somebody and tell them, hey, we're just getting started. The best is yet to come. Yeah. But my word today is for the residue. The ones that stayed. The ones that are still here. After all these years. Here's what I want to do today. And I don't want to I don't want nobody to feel any kind of way because it's not about that. It's not about don't, 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 don't feel no kind of way, okay? Stay out your feelings today. Do me a favor. I'm going to stay out of mine. You stay out of yours. Guess what? I'm going to stay out of yours and you stay out of mine. All right? If you were here, September the 23rd, 2012, if you were in the room on the first day, I want you to stand. Remain standing. That's right. What you're looking at today is day one, peoples. This is day one. Day one. Jacob and Brandy, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. We hired you to take pictures. You're still taking pictures. <laughs> Brother Jake, you told me, I don't, I don't know, because there's some stuff, and, and, and we just don't feel like we really belong anywhere. I said, oh, uh, Waffle House on the corner, the one that got robbed and shut down got reopened, that one. <laughs> I remember I could take you to the seat we're sitting in. I said, no, 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 you belong here. I came for you. That's why God sent me. Brother Sister Claville, I didn't know you. Never met you before in my life. I remember the first Sunday, Brother Claville, I asked you to help me be an usher. You started crying. You said, me? Absolutely, you. Yes, you. I remember that. One day I'm going to preach a message about the man that I found behind a beard. Because every church you had been in wouldn't let you do nothing because you had hair on your face. Oh, how foolish they were. Look what I found behind a beard. They missed it, Brother Cleville. They missed you. I didn't miss you. Brother Downs, I remember the Sunday I came to you, I pulled you and Brother Cannon. Is Sister Cannon in the room today? Elder Sister Cannon? I don't see her today. I remember the day I came and got you and Elder Brother Cannon, pulled y'all together. I said, with tears in my eyes, will y'all help me pray for people in the altar? We ain't got no ministry team. We ain't got no altar team. Brother Downs said, 
Brother Cannon said, me? I said, yeah. Y'all about the only two saved people in here. Yeah, you. Please help me pray for somebody. Oh, I can still see Brother Cannon. God rest this precious soul as he would lay hands on people in the altar. I thank God for those days. Mark and Ann West, I never met you. Never lay my eyes on you. But when you walk through those doors, I was like, thank God. He's sending us people. God's sending us people. The Lord told me y'all were coming. I didn't even know you, but the Lord told me y'all were coming. Oh, Grandma Judy. If not for you, me and Amanda couldn't have gone. We couldn't have went nowhere. We couldn't have had no free time. We had three little bad kids. <laughs> but we trusted you. I still trust you. We trusted you to watch my kids. We didn't know nobody. Nobody, these people didn't live in Loganville at the time. We, had no, we didn't know nobody. So we go drop our kids off with Grandma Judy. I thank God for you. I thank God for you. Stuart Latanya, I kind of knew you, but I didn't know you. You were just on time. You were just there. You helped. I remember sitting in Jack's house, sitting at the table with all that old rinky-dink white MacBook that I still got somewhere, opening up our first account at True Chapel. Hadn't even had a service yet. But people had already given us money. We had to go put it somewhere. We opened up our first account sitting in Jack's house. I thank God for you. Andy and Alicia, I think we met you one time. Maybe. Yeah, maybe twice. <laughs> maybe twice. Thank you for clearing that up for me, Alicia. Keep me straight. She's been keeping me straight for a long time. Andy was our first sound man. He didn't know what he was doing. But neither did I. So I was just like, man, just whatever. Oh, yeah. There's some people standing in the back. Maybe Gary. Is, is, is Gary? Is Gary? Yeah. I ain't know none of y'all. But you came and you stayed. So I got a word for you today, Residue. Y'all remember the old house? Y'all remain standing. I got another question. If you were at Diversified Drive stand, y'all remember? Uh-huh. I remember Kids Revival, Sister Ogalita. Kids Revival. That's the first time you came. Your husband had already been. Big James was the 23rd saint. Tw what, what? 20th saint, whatever. You got to let him tell it because he tells it different every time. Yeah, diversified drive. Some of y'all don't know nothing about diversified drive. 
Two Wednesday nights ago after I left dinner, I drove down Diversified Drive late at night and I just pulled into the parking lot and I backed into my spot and I just sat there. And I just looked at the front door. I said, look what the Lord has done. The residue. Who is at 2230 Commerce? Stand with me. 2230. Oh. What y'all know about 2230? Man, we had some church in 2230. Oh, my goodness. Katie barred the door at 2230. Man, we tried to tear the paint off that, them walls. We had good church. I'm talking to you today. The residue. The residue is enough. Now, for all those that are still seated, stay at your fields. No. Because you are what God promised us. You're the inheritance of this season. We knew you were coming, so we bought a building. We knew you were coming, so we spent money. We knew you were coming, and we sacrificed. We knew you were on the way, so we worked diligently. You may all be seated now. I'm going to say a few things, I'm going to be done. Here's what he said. I want to say to the residue. Here's what I want to say to the residue. Do you remember that first house? Yeah. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? Who's still here that remembers that first house? How did you see it then? And how do you see it now? How do you view it now? Is it better or is it worse? Because we can all look back on yesterday and we can say, man, we had it good back at Diversified. Tuesday night Bible studies with buffet. Sister Sherry. We, we used to eat on Tuesday nights, didn't we? They, they don't know about that. Meatballs, spaghetti, crock pots. We'd eat, do a little Bible study, and go eat again. If I'm lying, I'm dying. We had some good times in the former house. And I come to declare to you today that you are currently sitting in our former house. This house doesn't feel like home to me anymore. You know why? Because in the Holy Ghost, I've been in the next one. I thank God for what we're sitting in right now, but church, I got to let you know, I got to let you in on a little secret. 
I done been inside that new one. Y'all not ready? I come today with the word. I come to tell you with the word. The glory, the glory of the former house cannot even compare to the glory of the house to come. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen lines, lines backed up for the baptismal tank. I've seen people laid in the spirit. I've seen a prayer room that's open 24 hours a day and there's never nobody in it, but it's just full of people calling on the name of the Lord. I've seen police, I've seen police sitting on Bay Creek Church Road trying to get the traffic figured out because they're coming from both ends, from 78 and 81. And it's, they're backed up on both sides. Uh, I come to tell you today, the best is yet to come, but I gotta tell you what the Lord told me. The Lord said, tell the people that their best is yet to come too. Your family's best is yet to come. Your marriage's best is yet to come. Your finances' best is yet to come. Your children's best is yet to come. Your anointing's best is yet to come. Your gifting's yes is yet to come. Your destiny's best is yet to come. Your ministry's best is yet to come. Uh, Here's what the Lord showed me. The Lord showed me all those people, all those people going to their neighbors. I'm almost finished. All those people going to their neighbors after the blood had been on the doorposts and and, and Egypt was terrified. All those people went to the neighbors and and they went to the neighbor's house and they said, hey, do you have anything spare we could take with us? And they literally gave them gold and jewels and everything. They said, man, just take it and go. And poor people left Egypt rich. Nowhere to spend it. Not one quick stop. Not a Walmart, not a Kroger, nowhere. They had all this wealth with them. And they were walking out to the middle of nowhere. They had animals laden down with gold and jewels. And they just walked out to the middle of nowhere. And I don't know. I'm sure they didn't know. I know that Moses didn't know. But when they got out there in the middle of nowhere, God said, "Uh, I need you to build me a house. I need you to build me a house. How are we going to build it, Lord? Listen, I want silver. I want gold. I want rubies. I want jewels. I need need this to be brass. I need this to be... We're in a wilderness. We're going to find that stuff. The Lord told Moses, he said, the people have it. Here's what the Lord told me to tell you today. You are about to be blessed. You ain't got to believe it. That's fine. I feel a prophetic word in my spirit today. I just need somebody to help me. There's a word in me today. Here's what the Lord said. The Lord... Because because sometimes in my mind, I'm like, Lord, where's it coming from? 
Where's it coming from? I need $30 million. I need 30 million minimum to build a 3,000 seat auditorium with a gym attached, with a school and a daycare and an athletic field and a chapel down by the woods where we can have weddings and ceremonies. I've seen it. It's already in my eye. I saw it. I know what it's already going to look like. I could draw it for you right now. I've seen it with my own eyes. I need 30 million to get started. Where's it coming from, Lord? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Here's what the, here's what the Lord said. The people going to give it. These people? Lord. Lord, I... Lord, I was at the business meeting too. I know how much money we got coming in. I know that these people are faithful in giving. We have one of the highest rates of tithing of any church that I've ever known in my life. When I tell my friends the rate of tithing, the percentage of people that tithe and give, they are blown away. And I say, why do you think we have what we have? Why do you think we're an 11-year-old church and we own almost 50 acres of land and have assets exceeding 7 million right now? That's us. We have assets exceeding 7 million. We have, a, we, we have to have two services because this is uncomfortable. And people left today because they couldn't find a place to park. Every Sunday we have people leave because they can't park. Do you know that? Do you know we have people come to this church almost every Sunday and turn around and drive away because there's no place to park? Yeah, every Sunday that happens almost. So where's it coming from, Lord? I know what we have. And the Lord said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine saith the Lord of hosts. Lord, are you just gonna miraculously drop it in our laps? And the Lord said, no, 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 no. I'm gonna do what I've always done. I'm about to bless the people so the people can, somebody ought to get excited right now. The Lord said, no. I can trust this church with money because I can trust the saints with money and I'm about to bless them so that they can bless the house of God. Hey. Listen, if you are a faithful tithe payer in this room, you ought to be excited right now because God's about to use you. Some ought to run the aisles right now because the Lord's about to use you. The best is yet to come. He's speaking to the residue. He's speaking to the residue. There's a residue in the building and God's gonna use the residue to do his will. Mm. 
Here's what I want you to start praying. Start praying, Lord, let it be me. Pour it through me, Lord. Let it be me. Let it be my house. Let it be my business. Let it be my family. Let it be me. Because if you're going to use the residue, use me. If you're going to use the residue, use me. The best is yet to come. I feel the Holy Ghost in this thing so strong right now. My God in heaven, I feel the Lord speaking to me through the spirit right now. Somebody in this room is about to be blessed beyond your wildest imaginations because God can trust you with little. He's going to trust you with much. Anybody want to build the temple? Anybody want to build the tabernacle? I pray it over your business. I pray it over your job. I pray it over your family. I pray it over you. The Lord's about to open doors in your life. And when he does, I want you to remember this word and say, that's it. That's the door. I'm about to walk through it because God's doing something that I can't imagine. God's doing something I can't believe. God's reaching because he's going to use his people. God's is going to use his people. He's going to do what he's always done. He's going to use his people. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Just remain standing. Remain, I'm almost done. I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. I feel like you need to hear this today. You need to hear this today, you need to hear from me. Number one, I ain't going nowhere. You hear me? I'm not going nowhere. Never, never in my ministry have I ever felt to do anything overseas? When I tell you, my wife can, can speak to this, they've called me from every country you can imagine. Come, do our stuff. Come, come, come. We'll, 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 we'll take, we'll, we'll, you know, whatever. From, from, from Japan, Korea, China, can't even go to China, but I've been invited. <laughs> I've been invited to every country. You could possibly imagine. And every time, and, and, and our ministry team in here, our MIT, you know, I'll tell you this. And a matter of fact, when I have an MIT today, we moved it to the first, first of October. So MIT 530 right here in the sanctuary. Drop that in there real quick. You know this, that I never do anything without checking my motives and asking God about it. Every time that someone has called me from overseas, I've said no, because I didn't feel it. I felt the Holy Ghost, no. I've been asked to go do all kinds of stuff in the last 10 years, 11 years. I've been asked to do crazy things, but I've said no. The reason is because I'm here, right? And, 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 and I don't want my focus taken away. And so I'm, when you see me out there doing, know this. I'm doing what I feel like I can do and still give my 100% to this church. I don't, if I feel it's taken away, I don't do it. 
But there's ministries that I'm about to start because I feel God helping me. I feel a release in my spirit. And they've called me. Matter of fact, they've reached out to me and Gideon both. They've asked Gideon to go to Australia. He's leaving tonight. Gideon is going to Australia tonight. They just asked me to come preach in the Philippines the end of October. I prayed about it. The Lord said go. I spoke to one of the leaders of the Philippines movement um, this week at General Conference. He said, I hope you're ready. He said, because we have to have three services. The building only seats 7,000. And so every day we're having three groups of 7,000 in the building. I believe God's going to fill thousands with the Holy Ghost in the Philippines. Thousands, not hundreds, thousands. So if you'd like to help me, because I told, you know, this is on me. And so if you'd like to help me and get in, do what God's calling us to do, you, you can go on the giving app and go to missions. If you want to ask those questions about it, you can. I've, I've never done it before. I've never felt the release, but God told me this time. And so for so long, so many ask that I've said no. I know that what God's about to do is going to be unprecedented. I, I, I can't even wrap my mind around it, but it's going to happen. That's the first thing I need to tell you. I'm not going nowhere. So if you see me out there doing crazy stuff, just be like, man, that's my pastor, and he's he, he going to be home Sunday if he can, all right? Just, all right? I'm not going nowhere. That's what you need to know first. Number two, and I'm closing. You can come. Number two, and I'm closing. I need you to hear this from me. I am not building a church. Hear me. Hear my heart. I'm not building a church. I'm sorry. I know that's what some of y'all thought, and I apologize. Because maybe I should have told you this sooner. I'm not building a church. The Lord has asked me to build a mother. I have a number in my head. I've had a number in my head for so many years now. The Lord said 30 acres of land. I said, Lord, why 30 acres of land? He said, because you need an acre for every 100 people. I said, okay, so you're saying 3,000? The Lord said, yes. I said, okay. Why only 3,000? And the Lord said, because you're not building a church, you're building a mother. I'm going to be honest with you. My flesh really don't like that. I kind of want to keep us all here. I really do. I think it will be super awesome. I'm sorry, though. Some of you, will not be with me forever. I will send you to other cities where you will help other churches. When we started Truth Chapel, I intentionally named it Truth Chapel Loganville. The Loganville on our symbol is strategic because this is only Truth Chapel Loganville. Are you picking up what I'm putting down right now? I'm not going to do it like other churches have done it. And it's just, it's just me what I feel the Holy Ghost is telling me to do. When we start a church, when we start Truth Chapel Monroe, when we start Truth Chapel Lawrenceville, when we start Truth Chapel, I don't know, Truth Chapel Atlanta, I don't know. We, could, it, it, we, we may start Truth Chapel Dallas, Texas. I don't know. Okay? When we start, 
there would not be a young man and his wife with a Bible study chart saying, hey, we got a little church started. No, because babies don't have babies. And when babies do have babies, which we've all known babies who, who probably shouldn't have had a baby when they had a baby, resources are low and they're struggled. Will the baby grow? Absolutely. B baby will survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. No, no, hear me. But there's such a tension and there's such a struggle because the baby shouldn't have had a baby one time. Wasn't right. But when full-grown women have a baby that have a support group, a husband, a family, a system, it's much easier because there's resources. And Truth Chapel, hear me today. Hear my voice. Hear my heart. We are only a resource. We will be a funnel. We will not be a bucket. We'll be a funnel. I will tell some of you goodbye because you're going to the next city to help Truth Chapel whatever. Some of you will stand in pulpits and you will preach the word of God to people that you've never met. And you will feel the power and the anointing of God on you. But you will also feel the power of these people behind you. As we say we're here, we're the mom, we're pushing, we're pushing you. You need to hear it from me today, I feel that the Holy Ghost to tell you this, that the glory of the latter house will blow away the glory of the former house. Why do you think we're working so hard on systems? Why do you think that we're changing our, our logo? We're, we're, we're doing new things. We have different things coming. We, we're doing all this because when the next thing happens, it won't be a struggle to learn and try to figure it out. It'll just be, here we are today, here we are tomorrow. Church is starting at 9 a.m. in another city and it won't be a little struggling little church just trying to make it, but it'll be a pastor, it'll be a preacher, it'll be a team, there'll be lights, there'll be camera, there'll be action. Hear me today. You are a part of something that is bigger than you. When I say that the church is too big for these walls, I also mean that the church is too big for this city. It's too big for this region. It's too big. What God wants to do in the end time, the Lord said, if you will partner with me, I will do through you what I want to do in the end time. And today I'm partnering because God is about to shake the nations. He's about to shake the heavens. He's about to shake the earth, the sea, and the dry land. And he said, the silver is mine, and the gold is mine. The fullness of the earth is mine, and the glory of the latter. It won't be, it won't be this year, next year. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know. But all I know is that the Lord wants me to cast vision today. I'm casting. Because someone's heart's being touched right now. 
There's a man in this room. There's a, a couple in this room right now. There's a city already on your heart. You weep over it already. And God's just preparing you. That's all he's doing. You feel like, uh, I'm not doing nothing here. I don't, I'm not really connected. I don't really know. No, 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 no. Listen to your heart. Quit being so fleshly and listen to the spirit. Stop worrying about you and listen to what God's saying to you. Quit worrying about me and all of this. Listen to what God's saying. Because if you listen to God, God will say, calm down, slow down, listen and learn. Because the glory of the ladder the silver is his. The gold is his. That means we're not going to worry. We're not going to have to worry about it. We're not going to have to worry about money. We're not going to have to worry about finances. We're not going to have to worry about anything. It's just going to be here. It's going to be here. Why? Because the Lord is coming back and his revival that he's sending upon the earth is upon us. It is upon us now. It's here. It's it's tangible. And we don't have time to play games and feel sorry for ourselves. The Lord wants to use you. I said the Lord wants to use you. The Lord has a plan for you today. And I want you to know what you're standing in today. You're standing in a mothership. This ain't your little down home church with me and my little friends gonna hang out. No, 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 baby. You're standing in a mothership today. You're a part of a giant thing that's turning slowly but surely. I need some of you to lift your view up a little bit higher and look around and go, oh, okay, I see now. I see now what it means. I, I, I feel now what's happening because you've been looking down here, but I need you to look up here with me. Come up, come up here with me. That's what this message is about today. I'm asking the church to come up here with me and look at what I'm seeing. Come see what I'm seeing. Do you see it? Do you see the family saved? Do you see the drug addicts coming off drugs? Do you see the family saved? Do you see the marriages? Can you see it? Come up here with me. Come look at what I see. Look at what I see. I see the latter house, and it's greater than the former house. I see what's happening out there, and I'm excited, and I want you to see it with me. We want to thank you again for joining us on the Truth Chapel podcast. May you have a blessed day and walk in the favor of the Lord.